Bonjour, c'est moi, Cindy. Yeah, that's what I retained from four years of French. If you retained less, I'll translate. It's me, Cindy. Have you ever been to Paris? I went once. I swear I'd live there if I could figure out a way to earn a living with my limited grasp of the language. I can also ask where the library is. Où est la bibliothèque? Tell you that I have a headache. J'ai mal à la tête. And recite the alphabet in French. I'll spare you that. So I'm not moving to Paris anytime soon. How do you say bummer in French? But the reason I was thinking about Paris today was because I made, yes, actually made by hand from scratch, those little macarons that are so tasty and stupid expensive. How expensive, you may wonder? Well, you could buy a dozen artisan macarons, that is, sprinkled with decorations, from Williams-Sonoma for $49.99. Making them from scratch isn't that pricey, but it's a very elaborate recipe with more steps than, say, peanut butter cookies. True, they're more fancy and very delicious, but after measuring, sifting, whipping, blending, even allowing them to breathe for a half hour before baking, I wound up with 12. One dozen. Was it worth it? Eh, jury's still out. I just want them to convey the amount of love and effort I put into them when I present them to my family in Colorado that I'm visiting this weekend. I'm sure peanut butter cookies would have been appreciated as well, but hopefully there's something about the extra time and patience that will make these a little more special, even if everybody can only have one each. I'd like to believe the elegance will make up for my shorting them. So there I was in the kitchen surrounded by ingredients and Kebster the cat who's never far from an active kitchen. And I'd gotten to the third or fourth step, the one where you get two egg whites and whip them till soft peaks form, then add sugar and whip till a thick and glossy appearance. That does not happen quickly. While I was standing there, electric beaters whirring, I thought about patience and how it's a challenge for me not to settle for good enough to save time or reduce the effort. I had to fully commit. I had to work to be in the moment, into this process of whipping up egg whites into a froth, then into some protoplasm of thickness, and then finally to something resembling the city of New York after the Ghostbusters took down the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. The girl Ghostbusters movie was on the other night. I was flipping channels, or maybe I was just scanning the guide, but I was compelled to watch the entire movie again. I do that with all three. Although the very first one will always have a special place in my heart because it was at the time completely, totally different from anything else we had ever seen. Great movies, favorite movies are like that. And while Hollywood insists on pointing to a hit and either just doing it again or trying to continue the magic by following up, I can't think of a single example where the copy or the part two, three, four, whatever comes close to touching the first. Back to the Future? totally different. Although it did come out mysteriously right around the same time as Peggy Sue Got Married, which was another movie about somebody who wakes up in the 50s. But then they had to make it a trilogy. And I don't know about you, but the second and third were, well, they were just pitiful. Godfather trilogy was pretty popular. I'm not going to stick my neck out and knock it. But the first one was the one that really made history. Ditto, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Of course, now I'm hitting the big ones, the ones that make you want to see movies. How did I get on this? Oh, yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters, cause the Stay Puft Man, right. I was telling you about making the macarons and tapping into some deep resolve of patience by watching the egg whites do their shape-shifting and wondering whoever figured out they could do that until I was ready to move on step-by-step step, until they were baked and paired and filled because, you know, a French macaron is something of a sandwich cookie, 
two fluffy, chewy layers separated by, in this case, Nutella. By the way, the fancy French cookies are spelled M-A-C-A-R-O-N-S, where the -the run-of-the-mill macaroons, M-A-C-A-R-O-O-N-S, are coconut and egg whites and could not be easier. And they make more than a dozen at a time. So if you want the recipe for either of them, just email me at smecindy, S-M-E-E, Cindy, at gmail.com. I'll send them to you if you feel like baking. I hope nobody in my family's listening because I'm thinking this might be the here's your food gift Christmas. So I'm going to visit family in Colorado. And before I do, I was working off a long list of all the things that need to be done, including make macarons. Check. You'd think I was closing up the house and moving to Paris looking at the length of this list, but no, just a couple of days away. Even though I tell myself all I need to travel is to remember a driver's license so I can get on a plane and a credit card to buy whatever I forgot, you'd think I was planning some huge world trek. No, just JFK to Denver. It's times like these that I have to really focus on being organized, not only making a list, but prioritizing the list, creating something of a timeline, allocating a set amount of minutes to get each thing done in order that I can check them all off before going to bed extra early to get up extra early to stick to the schedule and get to the airport on time. I'm stressed thinking about it. I'm exhausted by the prospect. There's got to be a better way. Maybe I'm just not wired like that. Maybe like my friend Jill who tosses stuff in a bag and heads out figuring she'll probably make the plane or Lane who has a mental list of everything she needs and when she's got to do and what it takes to be ready and on time. She is very good at being on time. An award winner if there were awards for that. Me? I'm somewhere in between my two best friends like the Nutella on their macaroons. I just want to have it together in time to go. So what do I do? I continue to study methods, hoping eventually to find the one that fits me. It's just not getting ready to go away. It's every single day. Things that need to get done, things that sometimes don't get done. Of course, there are as many suggestions to be more efficient and organized as there are minutes in the day during which I am not being efficient and getting things done. So I just keep reading all of them. Some I try. Some are rehashed versions of something I've already tried, and some I just laugh and move on like, uh, yeah, no. Here's one I just read. Laura Vanderkam, who's writing, Off the clock, feel less busy while getting more done, says to categorize. Oh, really? Well, here's our idea. For the week ahead, make a short three-category priority list. Career, relationships, self. (laughs) What? What about wash the kitchen floor. Where does that go? Anyway, Laura says that not only do you lay it all out, but you have to make sure you put things in each column. I don't need to buy that book. Another organizational expert says making a schedule of all your tasks is key to accomplishing more in a specific time frame. Uh, She suggests triaging your to-do lists and decide to do only what really matters. I like the only do what really matters part, but I don't want to triage anything. And then there's this one. Your to-dos should be incorporated into your schedule instead of just being jotted down in a list. The thinking is that if a to-do isn't connected to a time, it will not get done. I disagree. They get done. They just might not all get done anytime soon. But the bit of advice that I really liked, and if I was a tattoo girl, I would have had this written on my shoulder, practice selective perfection. I mean, really, isn't that great? I was nodding my head in agreement. Yeah, this little slice of advice suggests you pick what matters most. Rather than shooting for being perfect at everything, it will advise you to decide which of the tasks you need to do perfectly, which can be done well enough, and which can be meh. Oh, 
So really, not just you don't have to be perfect, but you don't have to be perfect at all of them. Okay, so then never mind. What do all three of these ideas have in common? Did you notice? They all involve lists. But is that key, do you think? Is list making an inherent step in being organized? In which case, you only need to fine tune how you're creating your list. I think it's more than that. I think it's finding that little switch in your brain that goes from chaos to controlled. So obviously, I'm not done with this hunt yet. And I'm also not done packing. So au revoir, that's French for till the next podcast or sort of.